The Just Being Earnest podcast is proudly presented by Goody's Hangover Powder. Goody's understands that you can't afford to let a hangover slow you down. That's why after a night of drinking, I treat my hangovers with the easy-use powder that tastes good and acts fast. Goody's Hangover Powder tempor- God, temporarily always gets me, but not for long, only temporarily. Goody's Hangover Powder temporarily relieves those minor aches and pains due to those stupid hangovers and gets you back on your feet feeling fresh fast. We've all got a lot going on in our everyday lives, and Goodies is here to help. I personally love Goodies Hangover Powder because after a night of fun, it helps restore my mental alertness so I can get back to what I love. Writing songs, playing shows, recording podcasts, hanging with friends, and creating hangovers. Goodies is great tasting and fast acting. So don't let hangovers slow you down. Try Goodies Hangover Powder today. Head over to Amazon and use my code OneEarnest for a discount on six packages. The number one, E-R-N-E-S-T. Just being earnest, just being earnest, just being earnest, just being earnest. Thank you. <laughs> you're such a fucking good dude, man. You're my son. Oh, you're my dad. It took 28 years, but here we are. Here we are. There's some, there's some lucky woman out there that got to have you one night. And I don't call her mom, but somebody does. <laughs> I looked at him, I said... Man, I know I had to meet your mother somewhere. Yes, in that about somewhere summer of ninety one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. The day the day we met, because you know, like been knowing you obviously, and I just happened to also have a bullet at the time, yep. and fucking love flamingos and I was wearing and the loud, goddamn loudmouth shorts and shit. I was wearing I mean, the pant version of the shorts yeah. you were wearing. It was like God put us there that <laughs> day. Right. I'm pretty sure he did. Um. Well. We got John Daly in the studio today. <coughs> That's incredible. What um how do you what do you think about you know, we're gonna talk about your musical journey because you're fucking cutting an awesome record right now. And right. I feel like feel like your relationship with music is my relationship with golf, but you're better at music than I am at golf. No, I ain't worth a shit at music, buddy. And red lately I haven't been worth a shit at golf either, but uh <laughs> No, but it's funny how the so many musicians play golf, mm. and so many golfers. There's so many golfers out there that sing and love music. Yep. And trying to do what y'all do is is freaking hard. And then what we do is hard. Sure it is. Yeah. But, you know, I talked to so many of you guys. Like, you know, you would trade places to be on the tour. They yeah. do the music, and I would trade places to be a good singer. Yeah. You well, know, you do. You do have a cool voice, uh, well, but you I, guys can work two hours a night and get the hell out and get paid for it. I got to stay there the whole week. Yeah, that's true. You that's know. true. You know that that is a good point because it is quick. Yeah. But the what quarantine I think did, as you know, is I mean that's how that's why we met. It turned me into a golfer. I didn't. I would go to Top Golf and shit with my yeah. friends, uh, and I was a lefty. I was always a lefty, and I could not get rid of my slice. So. Uh, when lockdown happened, everybody was playing golf, and I went and started playing golf, and I swapped over to the right side because I said, fuck it, I'm not going to get any better on the left side. And I started over as a right-handed golfer, and I'm fine. And I mean, good. You can hit it. I can break 100. Yeah. So that's good with me, and you I can get drunk. drunk. <laughs> get drunk. That's what, that's what music and golf is so relatable. We have that in common. It's the jobs that you could stay fucked up most of the day and still perform. Yes, Yes. Yeah. hundred percent. It's to me like, uh, 
the loosen up aspect of both of it. It's like you, you're not going to do music or golf well unless you're loose and fluid. Right. Yeah. Um, and to speak on your musicianship, like I was telling you outside, and I've, I actually have talked about this on this podcast about flower shops being inspired uh, by whiskey and water because I just hear so much country music every day of right now stuff. And then you start sending me songs and it's like, you're the most, you're the perfect person to be singing what you're singing because it's not, it's not like trying to get the kids to do anything. You're talking about the shit you feel on the inside. And that's what I think country music started as. And it inspired me because yeah. whiskey and water made me feel things that I want to make people feel that yeah. that hurt. Like I want, yeah. I want, of course I want people to feel good and want to go party, but like, it's pretty powerful to make somebody think about their life, you know? And that's what you do through songs, though. I mean, you guys know that. I mean, yeah. so many songs have inspired me, whether they're sad or upbeat or whatever, they've inspired me. I mean, songs fire you up, and yeah. songs can make you cry. But if you've lived it, and I've lived a lot of shit, you know, there's a lot of stuff up here. Yeah, sure. And a lot of it's on my own, my my, my own fault. But, you know, music is just awesome. Yeah. Healing. It's, it's healing and it and it, it's depressing sometimes, but yes. I'm saying life. it in a positive way. You mm -hmm. know? Yeah, the uh the ability to express depression through music, I think, is like that's a special God thing, like where we're just vessels, you know? Like if you yeah. open yourself up to be a vessel to translating feeling through words. You've done that, and you do that. That's why, I, I mean, I really respect you as an artist Thanks, because you I'm, do I'm, that, bro. Just well, a you're golfer. a bad motherfucker. Just so. a golfer, man. I'm just a yeah, golfer. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, what, have you have you always loved music as much as you love golf? Has that always been a passion of yours as well? Pretty much, yeah. I just, yeah. You know, if it wasn't for really Darius Rucker, we became friends, and, you know, when they started playing golf, me and my caddy back then, Brian Alexander, we took him down to Kirkland just outside of Memphis and the guy built a golf course. And I said, Hey man, can I, I know you're not open. I'm going to bring Hootie and the Blowfish down there and teach him how to play golf. Mm -hmm. When was this? God, this is 92, three or four. Okay. Is um, this mustache JD or is this after that? I don't know what it was then. Fat, ugly. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> me. last week. <laughs> <laughs> Change tomorrow. Who knows? But took him down there and he says, man, all right. As much as you love music, dude, you need to go get a guitar. And he helped me with some licks. And Larry Rinker, who played the tour, is an unbelievable mm -hmm. guitar player. Um, and he taught me a few things. And then next thing I know, I just fell in love with it. I don't practice a guitar enough. I know just enough to write a song. Sure. I, I can't get up with you guys and play anything, really. But well, Most I, of us just know how to play guitar enough to, well, to write a song. <laughs> the rest of them are in the band, yeah. you know, on tour. <laughs> But it's it's just really cool when something like you know Marty's helped me. I've got two of me and him wrote two songs on there, uh, "Cold Beer" and "The Cigarettes." Of, yes, I got to send that to you because yeah, we just got it. Please and uh, to the best is yet to come that we wrote. And both songs we sat on the back porch of Old Hickory, yes, porch talk, and wrote those two songs. And yes, "Cold Beer" and "The Cigarettes" gonna it's gonna make some people move. I love that. I can't wait to it's, hear that. It's a good. When did y'all write that? Two weeks ago. Oh, like yeah. recent. And then Nick, um, what's Nick's last name? Huh? Nick Allengood, yeah. Awesome. We started it, and they finished it when I'm in there doing another song, and they, these two come out, and they go, oh, right, we're done. That's what? A good, that's a good program. Took them 15 minutes, and done. That's a great program. <laughs> Old Hickory, 
like uh, I've been talking with Josh and those guys like we need to utilize writing songs out there much more because I wake up early and I you know what you are my dad because we can party all night and we're right. up and at them 530 after my fourth piss. Yeah. I mean, it's just we're up, we're up. Old, old. I'm just old. <laughs> just old, up, dude. It's getting to be. It's going to be where I'm going to get up after the third one because I'm really tired of waiting for the fourth one. Yeah, yeah. So I might as well just get up at three thirty or four o'clock and I'm up. Yes. You know, yeah, yeah. No, hundred <laughs> percent. But I want to utilize that that morning time because, like, when I'm up at six thirty and I got to wait till eleven to write. Why don't we just go to Old Hickory and write at nine, be done at eleven, yeah. tee off and play all day. I mean, that porch is so awesome. Yes. The, the staff's view. so great. I mean, you know, the cookie, whatever you want. Yeah. Food at Old Hickory is great. Good. What's your favorite thing to order at Old Hickory? Oh, I get the, um, it's like, it's just like a steak burger. Ooh. It's like, um, with, yes. they used to have mashed potatoes. I got to get the mashed potatoes back on that menu. Steve, Lee, you got to put the mashed potatoes back on that You've heard it. Come on. Hickory Country Club, we got to have mashed potatoes. Got to have mashed potatoes. Yeah. 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 The, the governor has spoken. <laughs> um... Yeah, I've been I've been more of a bunless cheeseburger guy there lately and kind of making a french fry burger. I'm usually stoned. So well, that's it, it okay. Yeah. It always sounds like a great idea. And then it loses. You stay hungry a lot, don't I'm you? I'm always hungry. I'm always stoned and still always hungry. Um and always fed. <laughs> I'm always hungry and always fed. I love it. Um I've told people here like Losers is my go-to bar. I know you love Losers too. Um and a lot of people don't know they have a lunch menu that they run out of winners. And I have been on a catfish kick or had been. And now I'm messing heavily with the Philly cheese steak and I put queso on it and get a side of fries. And as soon as it starts falling apart, I just dump it on the fries and make like a redneck poutine. <laughs> Some real stoner shit. But I love it. <laughs> it's really good. I always used to get so grossed out at my It's dad, all going in dad. and it's all coming out. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> my dad would always let his food touch and always thought it was the grossest thing. And then now it's like, if food ain't touching, I don't want it. That's the way I am. But yeah. my my kids are all different. They don't want anything touching. Yeah. It, let it all you go. You know, I throw the salad right on top of the spaghetti. I don't give a shit. You would. Now, the that's ranch different. all over the damn thing. I don't care. <laughs> that is. You know, garlic bread, get it all wet. Yes. The garlic yeah. bread spaghetti sandwich is a. It's the best. That's a pro move yeah. and you know that that's from five yeah, years yeah. old if you don't know that's working what are you doing goes great with straight vodka too most things do most things do when did you when did you start drinking dude i think uh, my first drunkenness was i was probably about eight or nine really my dad made a step on muscadine uh, grapes the grapes to yeah. make muscadine wine yeah and yeah, your feet would turn purple and all this shit and i'm going me and my brother look at each other you know what if we're making it we might as well drink it yeah, I mean, it's a, so we put it in mason jars, right? Yeah, and one one afternoon, I think I was eight. Jamie might have been nine, but we drank a whole mason jar of it, which you know, it was fresh about, squeeze, like brand new, brand new. Like, so yeah. you know, the yeast hasn't even got yeah, right, to where right. it needs to do. It hasn't aged or anything yeah, for yeah. the wine. But oh, when is this from? Yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> we drank it. And mom came home, and Jamie hid in his in in his closet, and I hid under the sink of the kitchen. Brilliant. Because we were so drunk, we didn't know she's gonna know. <laughs> Right. Do you even get it closed behind you? Is your foot still out? No, I, no, I got it in there. I was so she goes, All right, boys, something ain't right. Where are you? We come out and she's Oh my God, y'all drank you drank the wine, didn't you? Eight and nine years old. Yeah. Is your whole mouth just purple? Oh yeah, I got purple. Her feet are still purple. Most from kids are called with grapes, cookie you know? and chocolate chips oh, in yeah. their mouth. You yeah. got bright and red wine. Purple face and we're drunk and then And you're three under. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> 
You're still three under. <laughs> three under, yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, I mean, I think when I was nine or ten, I had not drank yet, but I always wanted to smoke. I didn't know what I wanted to smoke, but I always wanted to smoke. And I'd go in the backyard and like grind up autumn leaves like with my hand and put them in a uh, toilet paper roll, a cardboard toilet paper roll, and turn it over and light that shit. And I'd just smoke a toilet paper roll full of leaves <laughs> under my parents' porch. I'd smell like a fucking well, you, bonfire. You're not gonna get much, you're not getting too many puffs in because if somebody's gonna burn your face yeah, up, no, man. I'd just, gonna... just really water my eyes and scorch my throat and feel like something happened. I must be high. <laughs> I must, really this high. must be what being yeah. high feels like. The caddies in South Africa, you know, when, when I was down there in the late eighties, they would get newspapers and they had dope Ooh. trees where they just pull the, the weed off the trees, right? And they knew right where at every golf course they just they had their own dope row. It was the funniest shit I've ever seen. And they put this shit in newspapers. And I mean these things would be this long. Oh, they'd like this, roll they, it in a newspaper? Yeah. Holy shit. And but they don't even take the stem. It's just lie. It's not like yeah. they don't cut it or anything. They put it in this big old thing as newspaper and they get it to where they can put their mouth on it to, to smoke it. Because yeah. once they light it, you see twenty caddies getting a hit before they it burns up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's the damnest thing I've ever seen in my life. Far off, actually, then. No, you're pretty close, oh, that, but that, you just weren't getting high. Yeah, I was, I was just doing that with fucking Tennessee maples. <laughs> close. Damn. So did you get did you get high when you were a kid? Or was that no? Later I never. In life? I started my first cigarette. I was 13 years old. I'm not. I've never been a much of a smoker. But yeah. uh, having bladder cancer now, I've got a new company, uh, the John Data Collection, that we're kind of a branding to uh thc uh cbd yeah all the stuff uh is going really well we just got started in california with and i have tri- strips uh-huh weeds thc strips oh, yes. chocolate sour apple and cherry you just like a listerine thing you know like you just put it in there and it just dissolves 20 minutes gone you hired and cheats and chong but oh my god <laughs> yeah but I, say, I believe thc is is helping my cancer i oh. really do yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. So how how do you feel overall? Are you feeling okay? Yeah, I mean, some days are good. Some days are – I just don't even want to get out of bed. Yeah. But get a shot of vodka. You can, you can, you can do just about anything. Yeah. So what does what is, what is weed help you with? Like feeling better or just like mentality? Are you just like getting high now? No, I'm not, I don't really do it a lot, but it, it just puts you right in that spot where like, hey, you know, your wife could be bitching at you. Somebody could yell at you. You're like, hey, it's going to be all right. It's all good. Just relax. Everything's cool, man. We're alive. Yeah. And mama, make me some food. Shut and, up. And, and mashed potatoes, please. <laughs> mashed potatoes, please. Don't forget the garlic butter. Yeah. So, um, okay. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to get your little your little um timeline together. So obviously well versed in wine by eight or nine years old. What about golf? When did you have a golf club in your hands? Your dad golf? When I was four. My dad played a little bit. But I learned, kind of learned it on my own watching TV. Uh huh. And uh, Jack Nicholas on the Golf Digest had these Jack Nicholas cartoon how to teach golf, mm-hmm. basically the grip, how to hit a slice, how to hit a hook. So I would wait in the pond on number one at our club that we weren't members because we couldn't in afford Arkansas? it. The one I own now. Oh, I bought yeah. it in 03. Yes, good. It was a nine hole course, and I'd wait in the ponds. I'd sell the good balls to the pro shop, and I'd take the old ones, and I learned how to play on a baseball field. That's incredible. Right down from our from our house, yeah. and I go down there and I hit a flop shot to pitchers the pitcher's man. I'd hit chip and rolls to from first where? second. Where were you from? Home plate. Home plate. I'd <laughs> hit a cut out right field, try and hit it straight center field, hit a draw left field. That's how I learned how to play golf off dirt. 
see at the baseball field. Dude, yeah. That's genius because you get yeah. to you get to start learning your ball yeah. flight. Yeah, that it's might like be chip and runs to first base, third base, flop shot over pitcher's mound to second base. Yeah, you know you, the bases were so cool; they were great targets to like cut the ball around and shit. And yeah, and I learned the grip from Nicholas. I learned how to hit. it. I learned everything from Jack. That's just the, on a cartoon magazine. That is incredible. I. I would never think that there was always like my dad was a baseball coach at Lipscomb and I grew up on a baseball field and there'd always be guys there on the weekend just, you know, chipping from the foul line. But to utilize the the way the field layout is like, I want to go do that. It's it's actually pretty cool. I mean, (laughs) so what you like, you're five and six years old with with you're getting your ball flight like you want it. Yeah, that's incredible. I always I always think kids, I want my son to play golf early. I was playing baseball early, which is fine, but I, I wish that I wish that golf had been more of a part of early because kids that play golf have such an advantage later on playing golf. Well it's like music. You learn how to play guitar at a young age, your fingers get adapted to it. You don't even have to think. Yeah. You know, I mean I was what ninety four was a century ago. <laughs> I mean Yeah, wow. I mean I still ain't worth the crap on a guitar. But playing golf at an early age you, you can Forever. Anything you do, if you do it early, you can get really good at it. Yeah. You really well, can. it says here, you beat every male member at the country club at 13 years old. Oh, in Lake of the Woods, yeah. Yeah. They, they <laughs> let me play <laughs> in we it. We got stats for you if you they want let to. let me do play it. in the damn thing, and then I win it. They don't give me the trophy. They said, no, nah, you were too young. Nuh-uh. Lake is of the this Woods. A, this is Lake not the, the place you own now. This is. No, no, this was in Virginia. Okay. Locust Grove, Virginia, Lake of the Woods. You beat all the adults, yeah. and they said, never mind. Yeah, we're not we're giving it to you. You're too young. And then they, they banned so juniors going forward, right? They were so that. embarrassed. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, were you, what tees were you playing from? The men's tees. Same, same, same tees? tees? Yeah, as they were. Yeah. <laughs> How yeah. did you feel? How I do you felt feel? Great when I, <laughs> <laughs> I felt great when I won it, but when they said I'm not getting the trophy, I yeah, got a little you re- pissed off. Yeah, as a 13-year-old, <laughs> you know, did, you, I mean, did you argue with adults? No, nah, I didn't even care. I mean, I, I cared. I cried because it was something that's going to be on that country club the rest of the, sure. the life of that country club. Yeah. Your name being the, you know. Yeah. The, the well, whoever champion. got their name up there has a fat fucking asterisk next oh, to it. Oh, damn right he does. Yeah. Everybody got to say, he didn't win that. Yeah. The 13 year old kid beat his yeah. ass by 10 shots. What are you talking I mean, Thanksgiving dinners for the rest of that guy's life. Like, I beat John Daly at the fucking members tournament. And his kid's like, actually, I heard JD beat you, and yeah. he was just too young. Yeah. <laughs> God. Did you, I mean, was golf like, okay, was, was 13 and 14 by that time where you like, I'm playing golf? I was still deeply into football and uh, baseball as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you played ball too? Yeah, I was yeah. A, well, I could throw it a mile. I just couldn't run. Yeah. You really you know? might be my dad. Could be. <laughs> Throughout this podcast, you know, we're going to learn. I could pitch and I could throw it a mile, but I just couldn't run. So I yeah. ended up kicking field goals. I was a kicker on the football team because I couldn't do anything else. I had a flat toe shoe because I kicked straight on. Yeah, I'm flat footed. I can't. I can <laughs> barely walk, much less try and run. I have the flattest feet ever. My mom always says it. Holy shit, dude! You might be my fucking dad, but my feet when I when I walk in the sand, it looks like somebody just did handstands. Yeah, exactly. The yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fred's, Fred's yeah. I never going to the army. Never an option for me. <laughs> never yeah. thought twice. Oh, run. Yeah. You want me to run? Yeah. No. Uh, no. No. I walk fast. Maybe. 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 I'll but, definitely walk. Yeah. Maybe fast. <laughs> maybe fast. God. You're such a legend, bro. Look at you. You growing the beard out. Cheers. Hell yeah, man. Cheers. Canes, dude. Canes, I can't wait. They're gonna get here. They're gonna get here. Apparently, coming to Broadway. Mm. You've been going to Broadway lately? 
I heard you got seen last night. I know you've been going to Broadway lately. I'm getting... Last two nights. People have hit me up saying they ran into my dad on Broadway. <laughs> and I'm like, my dad doesn't drink. I was like, oh, you must have ran into John Daly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you do when you go to Broadway? What's your Broadway move? Uh, I go to Tootsie's Honky Tonk and Kid Rock Dew Joint. Yeah. I love it. The and bands. You get up on stage every time? Not every time, but I, I love seeing all these guys and girls sing. I mean, it's just, yeah. you know, they're trying to make it. And yep. I look at myself driving a van around that barely would even start. Yeah, doing you know tours like state opens and stuff because there wasn't a corn ferry tour at the time when mm -hmm. I turned pro, and just trying to make it. And you see these people that are singing that are so talented and great that like I go, why aren't they on the radio? What you know? Yeah, it's just hard. That's the thing about like, Nashville. I was, I was saying uh, a couple weeks ago on the podcast where it's like because people are asking me. How do you break in to the scene in Nashville? And it's like not an easy question to answer right. because part of me wants to say the route is not to go do the Broadway thing because it's easy to get stuck on Broadway and then you become uh, like a resident, a residency act. But then the other part of me is like, you got to go get reps. You got to get known. Yeah. You got somehow you got to go, you got to go yeah. do it. So like. No matter how big Nashville gets or the growth, which I think is awesome, um, the one thing that's not going to change is you got to grind. And yeah. more now than ever because there's more people here yeah. wanting your fucking job. That's right. Um, so, I, yeah, I love that Broadway, regardless of all the different vehicles carrying drunk girls, Broadway, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Broadway still has the, the heart, the original heart that Nashville you know, that the OGs and the forefathers, what Tootsies has always been about. Yeah. I think that the heart of Nashville is still there. There's just better restaurants and more yeah. bachelorettes. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's growing. And, you know, you, I look at the guy named like Dean James, man. I mean, when he plays at anywhere around here, you feel like, okay, he should be getting paid like 150 to 300,000, a million dollars to do a show. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's working his ass off, which I love because I come here and I I want to see him. He's one of my favorites, and me and Kid Rock, you know, are best buddies. And and Kid brought him down here, and and I kind of helped him get get to Is know he Steve. From Detroit, yeah, yeah. He's just in, they're all talented, but sure. Dean should be on the road making a killing. He's so good, man. Yeah. Does he have a record out? Does he have music out? I know he does, but what you say his name is again? Dean James. Dean James. Yeah, we'll check Dean James. He's out. really good. He plays at Kid Rocks all the time and cool. all around. I mean, he's just yeah. But they're all good. Yeah, I mean, I, I just um, downtown at night is not my place. It just well, you got to hang with me. I know, maybe. Uh, you just gotta. <laughs> yeah, we should. You got to get the VIP treatment. <laughs> yes, I'm not. I'm not good at waiting in lines to get into no, bars. That's not that's not my well, thing. Um. Yeah. So I got my own bar. It's my bus. I can sit there and get as drunk as I want. Best to bar in the world. Pass out where I want. Right there. Yes. It's perfect. Yes. Losers is almost my bus. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> Steve and Irv know I passed out behind that bar a few times. Yes. Yes. You have also hit a golf ball off Steve's mouth. Yeah. Yes. And that that was before there were buildings there that you would have been busting a window. No, it hit, it hit it hit it hit that old apartment building. Did it break anything? I don't know. Who we cares? were so drunk, we Who didn't cares? give a shit. Yeah. yeah. When did you start hitting balls out of mouths? For I mean, lack of a better term. <laughs> I tell you, we, this is how crazy we were. Back in South Africa, the, the, you know, the South African tour. When was that? I'm sorry. Was late 80s. Okay. 
when I, I turned pro in 87, and there was nowhere to play. Okay. So you either had your card or you didn't. There wasn't, like I said, the Corn Ferry. Yeah, right. The Hogan Tour started in 90. Uh-huh. So, but anyway, in South Africa, man, it's just like we would get drunk. And Johan Rupert, who owns Dunhill, had these tents where he had booze for us, mm-hmm. free cigarettes. And we go in there, and, and Peter, who is my caddy now, played the tour with me over there. Mm-hmm. He goes, pro. He always calls me pro. He's South African. I want you to hit a five iron out of my mouth. All right, no problem. Put some ball in his mouth. No tea, just. <laughs> then we started doing one and two irons off each other's. Me and David Ferry, you know David. Yeah. So you're no tea. We're talking about just no perks. tea right off this blade. Holy I mean the blades are you know back then are yeah, irons. Get, they didn't have these. I big, have one of my soles. grandmother's uh, a one, two, and three iron yeah. at my house. I just am keeping forever. But yeah, dude, I yeah. cannot imagine. Uh, and we just did it. We didn't care. We knew we weren't going to hurt anybody. Well, that's confidence. No matter how drunk we were, <laughs> well, you might want to try and hit a little thin in case you get some. Yeah, obviously, you'd rather you don't want, you don't want somebody's one. lip stuck to a Tylus Pro V, you know. But oh, chunked it! Oh, <laughs> sorry, there goes a jaw. <laughs> but like hitting a driver out of somebody's mouth, so easy because it's teed up. But right, try hitting a freaking two and three iron out of somebody's mouth. I will not. No, I will not. I will not. That is a felony. <laughs> it could turn into one. <laughs> that is an assault with a deadly weapon yeah, at yeah. that point. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, um, okay, so you played golf. Did you play baseball in high school? Yeah. Oh, no, not high school. I did the Babe Ruth thing. I got yeah uh, in the Babe Ruth deal. And that, when I was 16, that was my last time I'd ever pitched. You know, we, we, we we got beat. We, we played good. We won our first two games and got beat the next two games or whatever. Uh-huh. But I got to pitch, and it was great. Pitching's the best, isn't it's it? It's the best, yeah. Yeah, I tell people all the time, the reason I love pitching, it's like rock, paper, scissors, where it's like, I know I know what I'm going to bring to you. You have no idea what I'm about to bring to you, yeah. and your family's about to watch you fail. Yeah. <laughs> oh, your girlfriend's here. That's cute. Yeah. She's mine. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, your mom's yeah. here. Yeah, at 16, I just said, I'm done. I'm just going to play golf. That's well. It. And I kicked my senior year, kicked field goals and at Helias High in, in Jeff City. And that was it. Man. It was all golf after that. Golf after that. You went to Arkansas. Raising Cane's does one thing, and they do that one thing exceptionally well. Quality chicken finger meals. At Cane's, you get high-quality products served quickly and conventionally. The specialized systems developed by Raising Cane's allow them to maintain a level of quality unmatched in the industry. Cane's doesn't compromise on quality, cut corners, or clutter their menu with new products. So you get the same great high-quality chicken finger meals every time. Visit your neighborhood Canes today, and don't forget to use their mobile app to skip the line. It's what I do. Chugbud is the revolutionary pocket-sized combination of beer bong and shotgun as seen everywhere on the internet. Don't just sip a beer. Chugbud it. Get yours today at chugbuds.com. The JBE Podcast is proudly sponsored by Free Market Music, a new app where artists and songwriters get paid fairly for their music. So simple. Brands buy music and fans download it for free. All you have to do is watch a video of me talking about the brands I like. If you made it through this podcast, that shouldn't be a problem. Right now on the app, my songs American Rust, Cheers, along with my project Locals Only are all available for you to own. How is Free Market Music different? Because artists get paid up front and in bulk. Songwriters get paid full mechanical royalties again. If you're a true follower, download the Free Market Music app and get to owning music right now. Did you stay four years at Arkansas? Only what three. Was, and you went straight pro from, from there? Yeah. 
I couldn't. I was doing it on my own. I only got a half scholarship, so I was trying to grind, do this, do this to get money, just so I could pay my tuition. And what job? What side gigs did you have? Were you hustling golf games? <clears throat> hustling golf games, yeah. Yeah. And uh, cleaning golf carts, doing range stuff, just oh, to get yeah. some money. You know. You were just living on a golf course, pretty much. What's yeah. um? What's the biggest money game you ever played at golf? Uh, there's been a few up in the hundred hundred thousand range. I know you've had a few of them. Yeah, for sure. I like it when guys pay me in briefcases. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. And it's pretty sad when I'm only bringing out about ten bucks in my pocket. I said I better beat this guy's ass for this. Yeah, I only got ten bucks on me. I know I can't bucks. lose. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that kind of confidence. It, I have not joined a money game of golf yet. I just. I don't, I don't trust myself enough to care enough. You know, like I will be at old Hickory and Reeves is, you know, 10 bucks a hole. And all I know. Like, I mean, bro, Tyler, he's so funny. I'll $10, $10 seriously, Tyler. <laughs> Add a couple zeros. I know. I, yeah. I'm doing like, what are you trying to do? Cassie's in for one so we could play the, the ponies. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> it. Probably it. He just wants to cash one. So you play ponies at the end of the day. I love him though. Yeah. Y'all want to play for 10 bucks? Uh, no, I don't. No. no, you're a big thousand dollar a hole guy. Aren't you? Uh, that's is that like your is that your that's your home base kind of if you're playing a money game um, two three grand a hole I'd love playing that and yeah. up and up press and when up. you press when you're pissed yeah oh yeah love that pressing on oh. that back nine go ahead and throw them up the last four holes is where all the money is like Steve me and Steve would go out and play out but he you I know, was I got there on the back end of a Steve lost some money to you and yeah. I saw the hurt in his face <laughs> <laughs> but he could be down 800 I, he could have me down 800 whatever we're going to double up on 18 I said Steve why don't we just go and we play golf go to 18 play for 2000 I'll give you your two shots and this the hell with the other 17 holes yeah let's just go cuz every time we go to 18 we're doubling somebody's going to either double up or get even yeah. I mean yeah that was the the I'm not a big gambler but the one night gambling entered my life was in Colorado with Tyler Reeve who is a gambling addict. Oh yeah, he is. <laughs> who would tell you that you know what I'm saying? That's why he's one of my best yeah, friends. Yeah, no, I mean this I mean this dude this dude will bet on anything. So we're playing pool one night and I fucking I'm not a great pool player. I just I'm the most average pool player of all time. I'll make some shots, I'll miss most shots. And it's me him and Trent and we're playing Pool and yeah, yeah, already, but it's uh, already no, it's a shit show. Trent had to be pretty funny. Hey, Trent lost a lot of money that night to Tyler. After I went to bed way early and they stayed up till the sun came up trying trying to get his money back. So, but uh, so we start like we start like $50 games or whatever, and I think I was down like 250 to Tyler, and I was like double or nothing on this game, beat him on a fluke. So, you're left even now. I've got the bug. Oh. You know, but I didn't lose money. We did the same thing. I went down like 400, double or nothing, beat him. And he didn't get a dime off of me. Trent Thompson went on to lose like 2,500 bucks. <laughs> I woke up. I woke up and Trent was fit to be tied, bro. <laughs> you know, Tyler is, I'll never see that fucking money. <laughs> it was his birthday, too. Trent was just trying to, you know, turn one on for his birthday. Right. Lost, <laughs> lost as much money as we got paid to play that weekend. <laughs> Gosh, yeah, oh man, gambling's God. gambling's funny. We're gonna be in Atlantic City this weekend. That's right, brother. Oh no! Yeah, it's John Daly party. Yeah, I'm kind we're of gonna, pumped. We, we, <laughs> they won't let us hit drivers into the ocean, so we came up with an idea called chipping and sipping. Yes, I'm gonna sit there one handed with a beer or vodka, just hit balls one handed with a cigarette. Phone right here, cigarette in my mouth. 
maybe a bottle of vodka would probably be better. That'd and look just, better. And just drink, smoke. Hey, what's going on? I'm just here chipping. <laughs> chipping and sipping. Baby. Chipping and sipping, chipping baby. And sipping. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So what is that? Is that the plan? I know I saw in the itinerary they got a John Daly chip and sip meet and greet. Is that chip what that and is? Yeah. Before Are we, we chipping into the ocean or just chipping? No, like, well, we'll have some baskets out there. Or something. We'll get some people to come up and see if they can beat us and all that shit. It'd be fun. It'd be awesome. And they got a, they got a local band that's going to play some music before we, we, y'all do your show. Sick. I've never been to Atlantic City. Well, you've never really been to a John Daly party yet. No, I have not. I've only been on a okay. golf course with you, which is. A quasi John Daly party. Ask Tim Montana about partying with John Daly. I will. We'll bring, we got him here right now. Let's bring him in. No, no he goes. <laughs> Go ahead and smoke weed with Willie Nelson, but do not party with John Daly. <laughs> Said you might find yourself in an alley somewhere, puking in your beard, I wiping have, it off with your sock. Sir, I have found myself <laughs> in an alley. <laughs> By myself, puking in my beard long before I met you. <laughs> so us partying together might just invert it. So we might leave that party sober. You might. You might. <laughs> we yeah. might both get right with God that evening. <laughs> what are you guys is. doing? We're actually going to go do some mission work. Yeah, I think we're, uh, we're going to go to the church this morning. Yeah. yeah. In Arkansas. We Don't still... you have a tea time at noon? No, we're going to go help the elderly afterwards. That's what I love about Arkansas. We still smoke in church. It's great. In church? I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, like, you know, the biggest the biggest thing for me was when, when I took a dip during church in high school, I thought when I was sitting in the balcony, put a dip in, I was like, I'm really getting one over on God today. <laughs> I thought I was really sneaking it into my Dr. Pepper spitter and nobody noticed. I used to put, like, you know, when when I was pitched and, and stuff, I'd get that beech nut, too, you know, big oh, yeah. old thing, but I'd put it in the freezer, but I'd put Jack Daniels in it. Yes, yes. freeze it. Yes. You want to get drunk and high real fast beach and try nut. and pitch? Yes. Put that beach nut in there like that, man. I'm Dude. After about the fifth or sixth pitch, whoa, hello. Yes, it all comes. Next thing to my curveball looks like a freaking <laughs> knuckleball. Yeah. It's, my fastball looks like a knuckleball. It's going so slow. Yes. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, w- I was literally like, telling somebody yesterday. Like I had lining up. It's getting halfway to the catcher. Oh, sorry, my arm's a little sore. Yeah, sorry. It's that beach, it's that damn beach nut and whiskey. Sorry, I'm twelve. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I'm forty. Dude, I was I was telling people. Um, one of my one of my friends is a Brentwood police officer, and we ran into each other, and we just started talking high school baseball. He we played ball together, and uh, he reminded me we had this recipe: Levi Garrett Gold. Uh-huh. He'd lay it out on some wax paper, and we'd put brown sugar. And bourbon, and then put it in the oven on like a low bake for five minutes, set it back in there, put it in the bag, and then go do our summer ball tournament. And that's, I mean, it's the most f- flavor blasting fucking nicotine. It's the same. We're on the same page. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why, why just tobacco when you can throw other things in yeah, there? That's right. Yes. God. Let's see. I'm, I'm looking here. We got some. Let's see here. Did uh, did the Arkansas golf team party? That's a good question. Did y'all party? Oh, Arkansas? yeah. We party a lot. Yeah. Is golf. Or, or is college golf a party sport? Like, do y'all travel? It together? used to be anything in golf. Now everybody's so serious about it, and the kids are so good that it's all golf. Like my son, it's all he wants to do is golf. Yeah. He has no interest in finding a girlfriend. He doesn't drink. He doesn't smoke. He just wants to play golf. Yeah, he's good at it. He's, I follow yeah, him on Instagram. Yeah. Dude's, dude's legit. And we and Vanderbilt, I tell you, they probably between I think us and Arkansas in golf this year. Coming up, Vanderbilt's got a great team. And they play out at Legends. Where does yeah. where does Arkansas play? We play at the Blessings. 
Okay. John Tyson's course, beautiful. Cool. Um, yeah, you know, college, I played one year of college baseball, and it was kind of an unfair experience of college just because it was a small. No, it was because your coach was telling you what the hell you had to do, and you didn't like to listen to him, did you? You just broke it down. <laughs> all, it was exactly right. That's, that's it. I'm five. If all he was telling me to do was, Smith, you're in, we love it. But it's the 6 a.m. mile runs, and I got to throw a bullpen and do bands and run, and then I'm not pitching for four days. I could be high somewhere right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. I, get, I got I got to be good friends with the soccer team. The soccer team <laughs> smoked a lot of weed <laughs> in those days. God. Um, so leaving Arkansas for you, was that like – was it inevitable you knew you were going to leave and go do that? Or what was it like leaving Arkansas? Well, I mean, I, it's it's home still. I mean, it's you know, I reside in Clearwater, Florida. I'm good to Arkansas as much as I want. But leaving Arkansas, just something I had to do. I, I, I didn't know if I was going to make it. Um, but I, I went out and I borrowed $300 from my mom. And my first pro tournament was the Missouri Open. Uh-huh. And I beat Stan Utley. Yeah. And one that won my first pro tournament, I made sixty eight hundred bucks. I bring the check back here, mom. She goes, "Nope, just start your career." And I've never looked back on that sixty eight hundred bucks. I saved five grand of it to do the Q school, which is what trying to get your card cost back then. Okay. So you had what's that? St- what's that process? I don't know anything. So- well, you go, you pay five grand back then. And you go through one stage for qualifying. You know, they take like play a series of tournaments or something. Yeah, yeah. stage one, and then I always went to Indiana because the golf course was so hard that if you shot like. You know, three or four seventy fours. You might you're gonna get in uh-huh. to the second stage. Then, yeah, but it took me four years to do that. Wow! Before I got my card. How old were you when you got your card? Uh, twenty. Let's see, turned twenty five. That's when I my rookie year was ninety one. Yeah, I was twenty four or five. Awesome. So I turned twenty four, twenty five in that April, and won the PGA at twenty five. That was so the PGA tour was that was that. So the yeah, you were off to the races. Yeah. What was that like when a PGA tour? Cause like, I know like you were saying golf is so serious and like etiquette. And I know that the people's champ and all this shit, fuck all else, which is well, what I, I mean, love about you. Ooh. We had a lot of guys that were like me, you know, fuzzy Zeller, Craig Stadler, Jim, uh, John Mahaffey. Yeah. Uh, you know, the guys that won a lot of tournaments, uh, they were that way. That's why I hung out with them. Cause we would go play golf. We'd, we'd gamble. Yeah. We'd go to dinner. We'd get drunk. Yeah. Have a great time. I mean, there's multiple times that me and Fuzzy Zeller have left a bar in the same clothes that we did and with our golf shoes on. Mm-hmm. That you were just go back TV to the course with the same damn clothes on the next day because we closed the bar down to get another practice round in. <laughs> and the people just look at me. We smelled like breweries, but yeah. And we go out and we would win money from the guys. We would yeah. We'd play anybody. We didn't care. Yeah, well, I, one of my favorite stories that you've never told me, but it's just a classic John Daly story if you want to tell it on the podcast. Talk about beating Tiger Woods after him talking some shit. Oh, well, I mean, I've, he's, I've only beaten him like twice out of about 5,000 of them. But well, no, it was twice. That's two more it's times his, than his, all of us, motherfuckers. It's, it's, his, it's his tournament, and I'm sitting at the table at Sherwood. It's it's, it's Sherwood in uh, Thousand Oaks, California. Mm-hmm. And there's only like... 16 players. Yeah. It's a big tournament to get in. And I had, I had a really good year. And he Is this in the me. 90s or 2000s? It's early 2000s. Okay. So anyway, I get done early. I didn't play very good. I shot like 73. Tiger shot 73. So we're paired the next morning. Okay. But this process is, um, they had this big table in there. And all 15 of my guys, it's Mark, Chris, Rodolson. I've been with Mark since 94. Longest sponsorship in golf ever. Yeah. 
we're sitting there. We're not sitting there getting drinks. We, I've got my crown bottle of whiskey. Mm-hmm. Chris has got his vodka. Everybody's got bottles, mm-hmm. and we're sitting there. <laughs> Tiger comes in. I say, hey, how'd you do? Uh, it looks like I'm playing with you tomorrow. I go, hey, come have a drink with us. Nah, I'm going to go hit some balls. <coughs> Two hours later, he comes back. And he, hey, going to have a drink with us now? Because no, not right now. I'm going to go get my gym shorts on and go work out. Three hours later, he comes back. <laughs> Tiger, are you? Are you five hours later. Yeah, I'm in my third bottle of Crown, right? Yeah. I'm I'm wasted. Gone. I mean, we're all just wasted, but we're yeah. having a good time. Yeah. I said, come have a drink with us. He goes, man, daily. I said, he goes, if I had your fucking talent, I'd be doing the same thing you're doing. So he says, by the way, at 7.30, you've got to sing Knocking on Heaven's Door in front of all the sponsors. Tiger said that? Yeah. <laughs> and I go, okay. I didn't bring a suit. 7.30 p.m. or a.m.? P.m. Okay. Oh, like in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, 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 so, okay, okay. <laughs> so, you know, I get done 11, and for six, seven hours, this goes on with me and him, trying mm-hmm. to get him to have a drink. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So I, it's the tuner. I had the tuner on, on the my phone mm-hmm. and I'm not I wasn't really ready to do this sure. but I'm the only one still <laughs> yeah, dressed you, you in the same <laughs> clothes yeah, yeah in the same clothes all day long and these guys are in three piece suits yeah yeah it's target world challenge what all these target people and whatever but yeah. I mean so I tune it and he gave me a guitar trying to really mess with me it had plastic strings on it tiger fucking with you for tomorrow now no he, he just, is he just fucking with you period cuz he didn't know I could do it I got you. I mean, he, he was probably going like, this is, no, there ain't no way. He's never heard me sing or do yeah, anything. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said, hold on, guys. I got my tuner and I, you know, like, sounds like a ping putter when you hit a golf ball. But <laughs> I got it tuned and I got a standing ovation. And he's coming up to me. He goes, he tells all those people, he goes, I just got to tell you all something. This man didn't play that good today and neither did I. We're playing together tomorrow. And he says, I'm probably going to kick his ass because J.D.'s drunk right now. I said, okay, that's cool. That's cool. And he says, it was just awesome. So I go out the next day. I shoot 65 and beat him by like six shots. It's about the last time I ever beat him. And he is looking at me the whole day. I've got drinks coming down, people bringing me drinks on the golf course. Just having, you know, no, I was making and, think they were drinks, but they were just Diet Cokes. Yeah. He goes, what are you drinking? I said, oh, I got my crown in here, man. I'm fine. Yeah. Not one ounce of alcohol. Because if, if you do that, you're in trouble on the yeah. tour. But Yeah, yeah, right. And I got him thinking that I was really still drinking. I shoot 65. He shoots like 71. He's, Bro. That had to be one of the most hurt times he's ever <laughs> He had to be hurt. <laughs> oh, we played that that thing that lighted uh, the golf course up on the 18th hole, yeah. the, the challenge yeah. um, in San Diego. Well, me and him got paired, and we're playing against uh, Hank Keeney, and um, oh, I got him on the fingertips here, but this South African guy that's so good. But anyway, they kill us. Uh-huh. I mean, Hank, and they went on a mirage of birdies, and we get done, and and the drive from the green, 18th green to the clubhouse is a good 300, 400 yards. Mm-hmm. Well, I had a buddy of mine that put a six-pack of Miller Lite on for the ride on the golf cart back to the clubhouse. Yeah. And Tiger's just staring at me and going like, what? what's going on? I drank all six beers before we got to the clubhouse. And he goes, 
You just ain't right, dude. <laughs> I said, look at me, Tiger. I've got Dunkin' Donuts, okay, on my sleeve. Sponsoring. And a diet pill on my collar. What makes you think I'm not? <laughs> yeah, I, I got goodies hangover and chug buds. <laughs> 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 yeah, fucking hot bud lights sitting around. <laughs> oh, you're the best, Dad. <laughs> hey, I'm so proud of you, son. Hey, <laughs> the fruit didn't You've even... You've been a good kid, man. The fruit didn't even fall. <laughs> off the tree. <laughs> Still on the branch. Yeah. Oh God. So that dude, uh, you made me think though, like the uh, not just the shit talking, but like the psychology tricks, you know, of of the game. Like, uh, what was it uh, in the uh, the tournament, the match, like a few months ago, where the kid left a note in the sand trap for for fucking Roy or something like that. Like, how much? How much psyche goes into a match like that? Like, are y'all talking shit? Or is that like a normal thing? Is that just you? Are you talking shit when you're playing golf? It depends on who I'm playing with. If they, you know, if it's a guy that likes to talk shit like I do, then we're going to talk shit. Yeah. But then you respect the guys who are more serious because, right. you know, you don't want to get them mad at you or anything. And, yeah. And you hope to beat them, shake their hand, say, okay, great yeah. day, and moving on. But yeah. No, there's just not that going on. You know, as much as it used to be, probably because the money's so big, and it's a yeah. business now. Yeah, it's you know when I played, I mean, yeah, the purses they thought were big, but dude, when I won the PGA and the British Open, they didn't add up to five hundred thousand dollars. Really? You win one now, it's like two point eight million. Yeah, is that you know, and that's so, not including all brand deals and sponsorships. Right. And I mean, yeah, that's just know, purse bonuses were really good. Yeah, from Wilson and all the other sponsors I had, right. but you know, you want a major now, you don't even need a sponsor. Yeah, because you're getting more money on the out of the purses than you are out of a sponsorship, basically. Yeah, you know, and we thrived on sponsorships back then because the purses we weren't making a lot of money. Yeah, was golf is golf like the most popular it's ever been right now? It's good. The kids are so good. They're so great. I mean, you got. I don't like what's going on between Bryson and Brooksy because I love both of those guys, and they're yeah, both it's pretty great. petty. It's pretty they're both petty. great for the game of golf, and then I, I hate. To see people calling Brooks Bryson and calling Bryson Brooks, and yeah, 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 it's just yeah, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. Well, I mean, but I, I mean, and Brooke and Brooksy's pretty good. I, I got a hand. I got a, and I told Bryson as I said, man, you got to admit that was funny when Bryson was bashing his driver, talking bad about yeah, it. He's, I love my and driver. Brooks, I love my driver. Yeah, you know and that's funny. I think they're best friends, to be honest with you. Well, if it's a social media ploy, I get it. That's like me I think and Compton it is. beefing, where it's like, dude, the Twitter is picking up that shit so fast. Well, you man. know, the tour has a $40 million deal for best tweets and stuff. No. Yeah. What do you mean? What forty? Who gets $40 million? It goes to your charity or, or whatever. It's it's No, it's a top like the 30, most popular top tweets 40 or whatever. Well, they got to be winning tweet. that shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, like wrestling, they're just pl- like they're just playing it. You know what I mean? Like they're just playing it up for the cameras yeah. for social media. Yeah, and all that well, stuff. yeah. But if that's what they're doing, God bless them. I love it. But I wish they would. If they really don't like each other, I wish they'd find a way to have some peace because they're both great guys. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like I feel like of the two, and I don't know either of them personally, just from what I see on social media, Brooksy, all, everything he does is with a wink. And I feel like Bryson might actually get a little fucking butter. <laughs> yeah, but, that's my analysis, but I might be wrong. I feel like Brooksy is kidding. Bryson is a little butthurt. Well, Brooksy, when he beat Tiger in the Hazel, uh, in St. Louis two years ago, the PGA. Yeah. So I get done early in my second round. I missed the cut by a lot. I played like shit. But 
I see Brooksy go by. Hey, man, get him. Keep it going. And his dad, okay, his two Miller lights in this hand, two Miller lights in that hand, two Miller lights in the back pocket. He steps over the fence. He goes, can I sit with you, J.D.? I said, yeah, man, no problem. Hell. About three hours go by, and we're sitting there just hammering beers. And, yeah. And I go, I guess me and your brothers, aren't we? He goes, yeah, Brooks got to call you Uncle John now. Yeah, <laughs> yes. He's, I guess I better go out there. I think Brooks was on like sixteen when he finally yeah, left. Might want to go check on him before <laughs> kicking he... ass, taking names, just yeah, beating everybody. That's is the golf community really tight? Like, I'm relating it back to country music. You know, this community is so tight knit. Everybody knows everybody. It's kind of like your phone call away. Is golf like that? Where it's it is kind of you probably obviously have clicks, but is everybody a phone call away in the golf community? A lot of it, yeah, a lot of it. I mean, we we got each other's backs. You yeah. know, we want to beat each other's brains out, but you want to, sure. you know. But that's what I loved about the era of of Tom Watson, Fuzzy Zeller, Arnold Palmer. You know, if if you beat me and I play great, I'm not pissed off about mm-hmm. it at all. But yeah. you would go and and have drinks and eat dinner with the guy you just kicked his ass or he kicked your ass. Yeah. Now it's just like it's just a business. It's it's straight. Business. Our Champions Tour guys that I play on, we're great. We we go out and have fun, drink. Yeah, you know, it's like I, a reunion. Probably, it's, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like, or we've done it for so long that yeah, you know, there's a bunch of great guys on on both tours, but our Champions Tour is a little more loose. Yeah, but we when we get in, in the hunt, man, it's serious shit. I mean, yeah, we want to win. You have a, I mean, you're a fun guy, but I know you can't, you cannot be the competitor that you are without having a fucking. Flip, you switch. Oh, you got to. Or I mean, switch, you flip. Yes, Which one is it? A switch, one. you flip. Switch, you flip. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. got it. I know you switch the flip. I, I heard a story <laughs> on you at Old Hickory. Flip the switch. And I, I don't. Tyler Reeve told it. Yeah, you know. Uh, Not, uh, and we won't say who it is, but a former football player. <laughs> yeah. You want to go from there? I, I tried to let him out of it, and I said, "Look, man, let's just me and Tyler will play you two for a hundred bucks or a hole or whatever, or something like that." No, man, you got to give me five shots. I'm gonna kick your ass and all this stuff. And I go, "Dude, let's just have a friendly game." Yeah, you wanted the friendly and game when he, so bad. When he did the MF word to me, I, and I had a cigarette in my hand. I went, "Game on!" I was seven under after ten holes. Closed him out nine and eight. Hey, five thousand bucks. Hey, the story. Hey, the story continues. <laughs> oh, sorry, it's fifty six hundred because we won six hundred more dollars a piece from him on the team play. That's right. And then, and then a motherfucker had to come collect that money. He had a knock at his door. This this unnamed fellow. A few weeks later, had a knock at his door. He said, uh, "You still owe Mister Daly X amount of money <laughs> to his wife. <laughs> Your oh husband still owes Mister Daly." I didn't know he was going to do that. Well, shot caller. I mean, I got the Venmo right off the twenty five hundred. <laughs> and then, of course, the six hundred comes after that because yeah. you can't put more than twenty five hundred Venmo. So yeah, he sent the. That's a guy that's yeah. maxed out his Venmo. Yeah. No, that's that. a guy yeah. that knows Venmo's <laughs> limits. Yeah. Yeah. You can't send more than twenty five hundred. I said, "Okay, just send it to me a couple of days." Well, he sent the first one, but. Second one didn't show up for about a month. Took a while until yeah. until Santa had to come. Yeah, that is so funny, and not the same Santa we've talked about on this podcast. <laughs> we we've referred to Morgan as Santa Claus on this podcast, just a mystical figure. Morgan Wallen, yeah, no. <laughs> but this is not the same Santa that showed up to collect the no, money. No, <laughs> gosh, I uh, you know maybe one day. Maybe one day I will lose money to you. I'm willing to. I'm willing to I would love to. I would, I would love to give you my money. You're my son. If I, if you beat me, I'm going to pay you. If I beat you, you I'm not going to take. I'm not going to take money from my son. That's what I do. With my son, Little John. 
You, so you've never taken money from him? No. It's just my money. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you give him the money just to take yeah, it back? Take it back, yeah. Can he beat you in golf right now? Oh, he's good. Yeah, he has. Yeah. So he's at Arkansas. He just did a scholarship with Arkansas. Is he full ride? He's real close. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty much 90%. Yeah. Um, and you're, I mean, you're an Arkansas legacy. I mean, that has to be interesting. Not even a shadow, just like. It's not that he has to do anything. You know what I mean? He's good at golf, period. Yeah. It's not like he's just your son. Like, the dude's a competitor. Does he want to go on the pro circuit? Is oh, that, yeah. That's, the, that's all he wants to do He's going to go do I'm, it. I'm a, we have a really solid golf team, and uh, most of the guys are back. Are you involved in that team? Are you like a – I will be, but I, I, I'm one of those guys. I didn't push Little John. So, yeah, I let yeah. you know, I provided him with a beautiful school, Bishop's Gate, Montverde High School. Yeah. And down in Florida, and he had coaches. You know, he, it's – Thank God he's going to college because I'm saving 120 grand a year. Yeah, right. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. And getting a scholarship because you, know, you got to pay the coaches, you pay the school, you pay the private school, and all this stuff. It adds up to be about 120 grand a year. Yeah. And, but I've never. I'm not that guy. I don't go on the driving range. I don't want to disturb him. Not a helicopter. No, I just yeah. if you need help, you call me. Yeah. You want me to look at something? Yeah. I'll help you. But I've just never been that guy. My dad was so mean to me and forced shit on me that I didn't yeah. want to do like vegetables at the table. Yeah. For instance. Now you don't want I will not even I can't stand the smell of green beans and yeah. okra and all that shit. You resent it. Because of what he did to me. Yeah. And I couldn't eat it because I'd throw it up and I'd have to sit at the dinner table yeah. for three or four hours. And I, I I'm not eating it. God. It was horrible. God. You know? And, yeah. and that he was the same way in sports with me. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and I just I, I've resented that all my life. And I said, if I ever get a, a daughter or son that plays sports or whatever, I'm not going to be that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, parents I, are too hard on kids playing sports. Let them have fun. I completely agree. I was, I was talking with Delaney the other day. Cause like Ryman is going to, I want to put everything in his hands at a young age and let him decide because yeah. I mean, my dad was really good. Even though I grew up on a baseball field, my dad coaching, and I had a ball in my hand from jump. He never made me do it. And then I would be playing summer ball with kids where I could see, you know, those backstop dads that are just harder on their kids. Yeah. yeah. I, it was a good, I guess, parameter or whatever to be able to see. Like, I, would, I would love to be just provide the opportunity for the kid. If he wants to be a baseball player, awesome. If he wants to go off, wants to do all this. If you don't want to do anything, if you want to act. If you want to be a porn star, I'm, I'm all for it. If you want to be a porn Whatever star. Whatever you want to do. Hell, maybe I'm, bring your dad to work day. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's what I was getting at. <laughs> you were right on that page, weren't you, baby? <laughs> if you want to be a porn star, you take a day off. That's right. <laughs> you, you take a sick day, your dad's going to come your work for you. Your dad's going to come work for you. <laughs> so you've done a lot of porn in your life. No, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. You probably do I have, have videos out there, bro. You've done porn, haven't you? Well, I have. Like uh, homemade porn. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the best. John uh, Daly's not like a category on Pornhub right no, now. At least, no. at least, of, of all the things I've looked up, you're welcome. <laughs> I have not looked that up yet. Stay tuned. Yeah. Over here, John Daly nude. This is like celeb, celeb busted. John Daly. Dick slip at the PGA. They don't, they don't call me Long John because of my drives. Yeah, right. <laughs> they call me Wide Earn. 
quiet. You must be uh, you're Irish. You got me in you. Yeah, uh, you're probably Irish. Yeah. I might not hit the back, but I'll wear the sides. That's out. right. <laughs> We're like Coke cans down there, baby. That's right. <laughs> Diet. Diet. <God. laughs> oh man. Um so let's see. I wanna I wanna talk I wanna talk a little more music with you. Um what was your what was your like musical influences? Who were you listening to? Did you do you ever listen to music when you're playing golf? Or like early on, I know now it's like more of a thing to have a Bluetooth speaker in the yeah. cart, but like, you know, nineties, what's the, what's the relationship listening to music, playing golf? No, well, no, no, I love it. I love yeah. to listen to music, playing golf, but I grew up on like Roger Miller, Ray Price. Yes. Um, Crystal Gale, uh, Dolly. Yeah. Chris Christopherson. Yes. Songwriter, songwriter. Songwriter. You know, I, we grew up on that. Yeah. And then, and I loved country music all my life. And then, of course, when Leonard came out, yeah, I fell in love with Southern rock real quick. But yeah, that's been my kind. And I've, I've known BB King for a long time. I loved him. I got his you got blues. to know BB King. Man, and he g- took his guitar off and gave it to me. Sixty three Lucille. You have a BB King guitar right under Charlie Daniels, right over Charlie Daniels' violin that I announced him eight million. The devil went down to Georgia. He broke the bow and. About two weeks later, I get this package in the mail. He gave me the the violin that he signed it to me. With a broken bow? Did he send the broken bow? <laughs> you have a museum at your house, don't you, pretty much? You got, like... Pretty cool. You probably... You might be... And I don't know this. I've never seen any of it. I just the legend goes, you might have some of the most best memorabilia ever. It's unbelievable. The jerseys, the, the guitars, golf bags and pros and... What's the best jersey? What? Or it's hard to say best jersey. But what's some jerseys you got? Well, I got the seventy fifth collection of uh, all the good great cowboys. You know. Oh wow! Football team. I've got a. You know, I got sweetness. Yeah. So you got a Michael Irving. I assume. Yeah. I got drunk in L. A. with Michael Irving. He's awesome night. man. <laughs> Wound up in an Uber with Michael Irving. We're bar hopping. It's two in the morning. He's <laughs> yeah. like, how did I get here? <laughs> why, I, why am I here? I need but to get nah, back to I mean, the Lowe's. Every one of them. You know, I have a. I have a cowboy room. That's Little John's room. All the cowboy jerseys are in there. And then uh-huh. I have a Hall of Fame like Bart Starr, Johnny Unitas, Terry Bradshaw, you know, Plunkett. Yeah. Yeah. I got all those there. God. And then you go, in the, go to the music room. I don't know. There's 70, 80 guitars. That I bought a lot of them, but there's 60 of them that have been signed to me. 50 or 60 of them have been signed to me. Is this in Arkansas? Yeah. It's back. One of these days, bro, I'm gonna have to come oh, you walk come. around. You're gonna come. I gotta have yeah. to walk around, sniff around a little bit. Yeah. The um, the Willie Nelson thing. So, how'd you get to know Willie? Through Herky Williams. Oh, okay. I mean, Herky's been best friends with Willie forever, and Herky helped me do my second album, mm-hmm. uh, and just got to know him. You know, he was with ASCAP for a long time, and he knew everybody. He knew how to do everything to get. How to pay pull it all together? I didn't have a clue. I just producers. What I just got my own label, my own publishing. I just pay for it. I got it. Yeah, you know, Long Ball Records is that pretty good? That's great. That's (laughs) great, dude. Owning everything. That's and and I've gotten to work with some like really independent people, Jelly Roll and everything lately. It's like I respect the shit out of independent, bro. Yeah, pay for it out of pocket. Don't have to listen to nobody and get your money back. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I did with these albums. And but Herky's and with Willie, man, we just. I don't know. He just me and his soul are so much alike. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I've sent him two songs in my life, and he played on both of them. I didn't ask him to. Yeah, right. That's the incredible thing. But what's the other one? I know whiskey <laughs> and water, and then 
It was on my life album. Um, it wasn't a very big part. It was a, it was a song I wrote about Lori Laird who had cancer. Uh-huh. Uh, she had stage four. She was she's 16. She had like six months to live. September 7th of 2010, she was cancer free. Wow. So it was a song that inspired me to write for her. And then I sent it to Will and he just came back with a great two or three lines on it. That was just powerful. God, you know, I mean, he'd, Never met him, but just everything leads me to believe he's just a good old dude. Yeah, Great dude. I mean, I, I listen to Lucas too, his son. Who's oh, like, seems God. like he's just a spitting image. How old's Lucas now? He's, he's got to be. I would assume late thirties. Yeah, because when we did, um, I was playing L.A. and Willie was in town. I said, "Hey, man, I want to come to your show." He goes, "You got to." His son was like twelve. Yeah, playing lead guitar. Yeah, on stage. Yeah. So it was me, Luke Wilson, Owen Wilson, you know, uh, Woody Harrelson. Um, no weed was smoked during that. This is the funny part. You got to think, 15, it's got to be, what, if he's 12, it's got to be 20-something years ago. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Woody comes down, joint in hand, with a cop right by him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Willie's, we're blowing, he's blowing the smoke out to Willie. Willie finally looked back and goes, <laughs> you know, they're all smoking weed right on the backstage. Yeah, it's yeah, fucking yeah. Like, yes, it's totally illegal at this time, right? Sure. Yeah, no, totally you know, taboo. Totally too, illegal. Yeah. But and his son Lucas played. Oh my God, I couldn't believe it. Everybody was going nuts. He's great. He might have been sixteen, maybe twelve. Uh, twelve or sixteen, I can't remember. Yeah. But jamming. And he's got the Willie yeah, style, which is like yeah. a really unique style, like hard to copy. Because way I, I was trying to get somebody to play a solo on flower shops the other day, similar to how Willie would do it, which I should just get Willie on if possible. But <laughs> the idea, I was just like, just show up late to the party <laughs> you yeah. know, you know, yeah. nylon and show up a little late, <laughs> but also be there and be there the whole time, but That's just right. show up late. And it's like, this is the most beautiful thing is that the solo on fucking whiskey and water is like, swinging down, 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 down. I was like, Oh God, dude, it's so beautiful. <laughs> So beautiful. You ever play any lead or are you just a chord? No, guy? I can't. I can barely play chords, dude. Yeah. Three chords and the truth. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Three chords and the truth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah three chords and the truth. That would actually be a good name, band name. It's just four guys, right? Who's the truth? We're still searching it. <laughs> yeah, we're still we're still we're still taking we're still taking We have this conversation when we're both high. Yeah, okay, okay perfect. We'll figure it out. Right after this. Yeah. <laughs> um so so you're this next album that you're working on is your third album? Yes. Do you have a release in mind? Hoping around October, first of October. Yeah, they're they're right now. They're they're finishing some of the songs right now. Yeah, are you going to be back in there tomorrow? Are Thursday. You, Thursday. Yeah. I'm going to stop by if that's Come on. cool. Yeah, cool. I would love to. Yeah, I would love for you to. Yeah, maybe put you in a little. Hmm. You never know. I'm, on the, I'll be in there. Come on. I'll be in there. Come on now. Um, <laughs> it, dude, it means the world. You came and did this podcast. I know it's been a whirlwind to. Of communication to get us here. But wow. God, I'm thankful you're here. Oh, I love you, buddy. Uh, I'm you thankful you're here for um, for golf and what you've done for golf and made it attractive to guys like me, you know, to, to see themselves in somebody. It's like, if golf is this much fun, <laughs> I want to do that, you know? <laughs> and I'll never be as good as you because you're fucking great at golf. And, you know, the time I used story, to be. I have a great future behind me, brother. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> yeah, but you're just a baby. I know, but yeah, I mean, it's just, um, I think, 
I think uh, we'd all we're all a little better in a, in a better place because you're here on Earth with us at Man, this time. Man, I appreciate that. Yeah, you're That's a beautiful awesome. soul, John Daly. You I'm too, thankful kid. to know you. I love oh, you're you. My you. <laughs> you're my boy. You're my boy. I love you. <laughs> I love you. Thanks for doing this. Okay, your hair looks great. Oh, great. Just being earnest. Just being earnest. Just being earnest. Just being earnest.